0: It's all the away money It's football time in the blue grass You're listening to the KSR Football Podcast Welcome into another KSR Football Podcast Not as happy as we have been in previous weeks Uh, Thanks to a very bad, no good fourth quarter I'm Nick Roush, here with one Drew Franklin One Charles Walker One Austin McGinnis Who, um... I missed seeing on the sidelines last Saturday. Would have been nice. Why weren't you there, Austin? Couldn't get tickets. Oh.
1: You, you wanted him on the sidelines or you wanted him on the field? Because I wanted him in
0: uniform. Number 99. We needed him trotting out there. Oh,
2: yeah, no comment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is one of those kind of uh, situations, too, where, yes, uh, can be kind of awkward because we have the guy sitting next to us that would have just buried it through the net. I think he would have put a hole through the back of the net. But I do think it's kind of nice to have Austin here from a – not just because I enjoy hanging out with Austin McGinnis on Monday nights. You know, you're great company, Austin. But I, it's also nice to hear your perspective. Like, like what, what are you thinking before you go up and beat Mississippi State on with 52-yard field goal?
2: Well, you got to make it in your head before you always. But yeah, let me just start that sentence over. Okay. I'm sorry. It's I okay. just I'm so a little hurt by the whole situation. I think
0: everybody is still a little bit hurt.
2: <clears throat> Anyways, what I was trying to say is that you got to make it in your mind before you ever step foot on the field cuz if you don't think that you're going to make it, then you're not going to make it. So, I mean, kicking's a mind game. So, everyone's like, "Well, I can kick a 35-yarder, but there's a reason why the pros are still missing." A college kicker that got a full scholarship misses a kick like that, like, it happens. It's not that they can't kick a 35-yard field goal. It's that sometimes the moment gets bigger and uh, you only get one chance. There's no redos. Mm-hmm. And you got to be ready when you get your one chance when the opportunity comes.
0: So, n- from just from a pure, like, we're looking at his mechanics standpoint, the, he hit it solid, like, it, end over end. It looked fine, but it never – just you're doing that come on come back around thing and it never went back around yeah that's kind of the ball that I've seen chance hit a
2: lot is that he'll it'll start out to the right and it'll slowly fade back in but when you're at 35 yards it doesn't have time to fade back in so you got to just play it true from the get-go because you're really close so I don't know I was kind of worried to have him on that that right hash I would have liked to see him on the left hash for that (coughs) kick but you don't get to pick your hash, and so you just got to, you know, take what they give you as a kicker. Do you
0: have a preferred hash?
2: Yeah, I mean, if, if I'm in close and the coach is asking me, I want a left hash up close. And if I'm further back, I, I don't mind if I'm on the right hash. But, but you're a left uh, you guy. Left yeah, Lefty Lucy? That right hash can get a little bit tricky for right-footed kickers in that kind of middle range. Yeah, so I
3: was going to ask, like, if do you think <clears> – <throat> Grant or Stoops went up to him and said, "Hey." You mean Chance? Wait. Well, Grant or Stoops went up to Chance oh, and said,
0: "Oh, I thought you were saying like Grant McKinnis." No, <laughs> different kicker. Uh,
3: that that's another thing, though. I mean, if I'm Grant McKinnis, I'm scared to death trying to hold that thing.
0: Yeah, I was uh
2: very. <laughs> I, mean, I was very proud of, out, Dan. Right? I was <laughs> very <laughs> proud of Grant. He gave him a perfect hold. I mean, yeah. laces facing the uprights. He did good. He did good, but I mean. It's tough. He's still a redshirt freshman, so he's still young. He just looks big out there, so yeah. you think he's older. But
0: so, so what do you what do you tell a kicker to make sure they don't lose their confidence? Obviously, a swaggerjacker like yourself, you're never worried about confidence. But what, yeah, what do you mean, tell a guy?
2: I mean, I think it's big what Coach Stoops does where he doesn't throw the kicker under the bus. If you notice all his interviews, he's been real positive, kind of shook off the question like it's not a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he gave it a good effort, just missed. We need him for the remainder of the games. Right. So, I mean, first of all, I think that's huge because if your confidence is already a little low after something like that happens. Of course.
0: I'm sure he didn't want to check his Twitter mentions. No. Oh, it's
1: bad. I, I, I Googled it. All right. <laughs> I, I searched his handle. People are awful. Lots of, I hope you die,
3: kill yourself. If you're tweeting at a 19 year old college student because he missed a field goal, you're a loser. So <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Get him, Chuck.
3: I will get him. I'm going to go respond to every now, single one that tweets. I will him. say
1: there were a lot of positive ones, too. Good. A lot of people lifting him back up. But to the terrible people who are threatening him, come on, him. grow
2: up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is still amateur sports. None of these guys are getting paid. We uh, yeah. assume they are because we pay to go to the games and uh, we pay to watch the content, but these are still amateurs.
0: Yeah, but the the thing is, too, that, yes, if you just make a 35-yarder, which is a very makeable field goal, Kentucky's probably winning that game. But, man, there were so many opportunities. And I think of all of the things, after, now that we've had a little bit of time to just kind of, like, digest the entire – everything that happened – it's more of a. In previous times of in previous losses to Florida, everybody was kind of sad and just like, this is never going to happen. But now that Kentucky's beaten Florida, it's like, what the hell? Like, you sure won the last three in a row. Like, Kentucky was the better football team. And then the fourth quarter was just a complete crapshoot, Drew.
1: If they hadn't won last year and gotten the streak out of the way, I don't know that I could ever watch a U.K.-Florida game again if last night was to lose – or Saturday night was to lose, what, 33 in a row? Yeah. And if, yeah. if the streak had continued the way that game was lost, luckily the streak ended last year, but it still had the feeling of the, the curse that felt like it was on U.K. football forever.
0: Because, like, especially – so, so start right after – Kentucky comes in, they've been playing well, and you're like, okay, get a good first drive, and you can put this thing on cruise control. And what does Kentucky do? Great first drive out of the locker room. Sawyer Smith, he's hitting Justin Rigg. They're moving the ball down the field. They're getting going. AJ Rose pops off a big run. Ball's all the way down at the four to thirteen. And you're like, Oh, okay. Well just let's do the throw it up to a mod Wagner play again. Surely that'll run up
1: the score on these idiots. Exactly.
0: That was gonna happen. And then and then Sawyer made his first. So, I, I want to give you his stat line to that point. At that point, he was 13 of 16 for 164 yards and a touchdown. His only mistake was dropping a snap. And then the pressure got to him, and he tried to be a hero, and he did the little sidearm thing. And you can't, you can't, you can't throw an interception in the red zone. You, you can't turn it over in the red zone. It's two weeks in a row Kentucky's had a turnover in the red zone. you like, that's just you – can't, you can't do that.
1: But well, we knew he was going to make a mistake. Uh, we didn't want it to be in the red zone in that situation, <sighs> but he, he was never going to play a perfect game in his first start. Unfortunately, it just it happened at the worst possible time.
0: Worst case scenario, he takes a sack. You kick a – I mean, it's certainly not a gimme, 35-yard field goal, but if you make a field goal, that's a six-point swing, 17-7. Instead, it's
1: 14-10. Yeah, something interesting. And the field position because they took it so far back, which yeah. he did make a great – Touchdown saving tackle he by did. running that guy he down. Him.
0: That was pretty awesome. But I think but the damage was done. Yeah, yeah. He might have messed up his wrist a little bit there too, which I wondered, especially on those later throws to Bowden where he just didn't get him down, Chuck. I thought like his wrist messed up. Did he just yeah. not put enough zip on or something? I don't know. Um, but wait, you were saying something, Austin? I cut you off.
2: I was just going to say at halftime what the reporters were saying is that Stoops told him to be more aggressive. And then we come out that first drive and kind of force a ball there. And it's 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 tough. I mean, when you get that message to be more aggressive as a quarterback, it's like, okay, that means let's get some points, you know, mm-hmm. maybe force some stuff. So that was a little interesting to me. I thought he had played a good game up to that point, and we didn't really need him to do anything different besides right. kind of manage the game.
0: Yeah. And the, bad, the first really bad thing happened. But he made the, the tackle, and so you're kind of thinking to yourself like, okay, well, and the defense gets stopped, too, so, like, fine. You know what? They they got this. They're going to come back down, and sure enough, they did. Got another score out of it. A little Keaton-Appshaw appearance. Got very his nice. first yeah. touchdown. Dude, he he throws a great fade. Chuck. He does.
3: Lovely. Can we do it more? Can we throw more of them?
0: All of them? All of I them? used to be very anti-fade no.
1: with Kentucky. Now, in the pros, everybody throws a perfect ball, and you got people like Antonio Brown catching it. Go ahead. But I hate the fade at this level, but – so, Smith,
3: he he throws it pretty well. I mean, you're throwing it to 6'5", 235 uh, Wagner, and then, what, 6'6", 250 Upshaw that can jump? Yeah. I don't mind easy. a fade when they're singled out.
0: <laughs> Is there – okay, so the one that he hit Bowden on the week prior, and he got a nice one this week too, was a back shoulder. Yep. And it was really tough. How – When you're a receiver, do you know if he's going to do the back shoulder or do you know if he's going to throw the – like how do you figure out which one?
3: Sometimes it's a coverage. Like his his one to Ahmad Wagner was a hole shot. So they were playing cover two. Um, So Ahmad Wagner has a go. And if it's cover two, you're supposed to hang out in the hole and you get a back shoulder pass perfectly executed with Lynn – Usually, when it's a fade like that, it's either going over your head and over your shoulder, or you need to know that it's a liner and you got to look back and kind of stop on a dime. So the Lynn (coughs) touchdown was was awesome because Lynn kind of he didn't show his eyes that the ball was even coming. So the DB for Eastern Michigan was like, "All right, this guy just running me off." And then two seconds later, touchdown, and Lynn's running, doing the arm flail (laughs) helicopter thing. so really, it just depends. Sometimes you know that there's going to be a whole shot, and sometimes just you see a liner versus a, a, a shoulder catch.
0: Some of those you just kind of feel where the how the corner's playing. Exactly. The catch that Ahmad Wagner had, the first touchdown. That's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like his yeah, his hand was over top of the ball, like while somebody was hitting him in the face. And he still caught it. Like, I, I, I don't know how. I just – I don't. But why are not they
1: just going to him ten times a game? They went to him three times. It worked all
0: three times. So, that's, that's – Until they stop it once, just keep doing it. Now, is it one of those things, Chuck, where, like, if they've got the a the safety
3: st- started playing over.
0: Is Okay. And so, that yeah. kind of – Throw screwed. it at him.
3: <laughs> just, so now you like the fade all of a sudden.
1: Well, I mean, if it's a pass interference or a catch every single time, I'm just going to keep doing it until it's stopped once and go, well, that
0: was fun. See, and that's that's part of it, too, where I'm with you, Drew. Where like, It's almost like the C.J. Conrad complaints last year. It's like, give the ball to C.J. And it's like, well, you don't want to force it. But at the same time, Ahmad Wagner has done everything <laughs> he can. I, I think he's this year now, he's up to 16 targets. Nine catches for like a buck 80 and two touchdowns and seven PIs. So, only one time did it not get a positive result.
1: And if you throw it high enough, okay, maybe it's incomplete. But that's your worst case scenario is an incomplete. I don't see a, a DB going up and getting it away from him for an interception.
0: Yeah, just make sure you don't miss <laughs> short. That's all you yeah. have to do is not miss short. Well,
3: that's what Henshaw preaches. He says, put it on their head. So, it doesn't have to be a perfect ball whether, you know, the DB is not necessarily in the play, but – I practice all Henshaw says is put it on his head, put it on his head. Did you ever get Let hit you know. in the
0: head? Like like literally like doink. Not with the ball but with the
3: DB's arms and <laughs> Darius West coming full speed at you about to knock your head off. Yeah, those weren't those weren't the most fun catches ever.
0: So Stoops was uh, thoughts and prayers to Phil Hoskins. Big snack, our guy. Gets hurt in pregame warm ups, last player warmups and Stoops was asked about it today. Like have you ever had another guy get hurt in pregame warm ups? And he was like, I don't want to put him on the spot, but, you know, back in the early days we had trouble throwing and catching. And it took us forever to figure out who it was. Can you all name the person that got injured from throwing and catching in warm-ups?
3: Uh, Jeff badette No, his was that, a tennis ball see, in the that, summer. <clears throat>
0: that was my first guess, but you were right. It was the Jugs machine <clears throat> that got him. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. one happened in pregame.
3: Alex Montgomery?
1: Or was his the
0: celebration? No, his was a celebration? His was a celebration. This was a celebration. This was pregame warm up. It would have been twenty fourteen. So I don't know. Were you were you you would have been a freshman, right, Austin?
2: Yeah, that was my red shirt year. Yeah. So I wasn't even there. So you weren't
0: even there yet? Yeah. Javis? One, Javis Blue. Javis Blue got I think he got hit in the eye in pregame oh, warm-up. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Man, how far we've come. I try to Well i no, still that getting hurt in warm ups.
1: Uh-huh. Do we know what happened to
3: Big Snack?
0: Well, that was the They date. haven't really – like, Stoops didn't say much today. And
3: he couldn't – and he was, like, walking off with put, without putting pressure on <clears throat> one leg is what I heard.
0: Okay. And he had ice on it.
3: Also,
1: I watched Mark Stoops' press conference on the ESPN feed today.
0: Uh-huh.
3: I feel like it was
1: just you asking all the questions. You and John Wong. Were you the only one in the room? Uh, you know, I'm you just John Wong? a professional
0: J journalist, just, you know, just doing my job over here. I He's mean, one after another. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so he just sees me easier. But I did ask him about Epps, because I was kicking myself, I forgot, last week. And I have a feeling that's going to be a, like, till a bye week kind of thing before Epps comes back. Do they
3: by. even need him? He has can, he, blow, he he can w- blow off the top. He's fast. But, I mean, if
0: he's
1: – I mean, what did you just say? How long did they take so
0: gonna be? So, Stoops was just like, he's going to take some more time. The bye week is two weeks away. Yeah. So, like, maybe after that. The first bye week. Yeah, but okay. also –
1: well, if he comes back by, like, the sixth game, all right. But if it takes much longer, does he have a red shirt left? Yeah, he, he does. And, I mean, I wouldn't bring him back for the ninth game of the year.
0: Right, right. And that's one thing that we didn't see. I thought we were going to get the deep posts from, like, to Josh Holly or something. Yeah. That was one thing I didn't see from Sawyer <laughs> yet. Because Terry's gotten close, but they were just kind of off earlier in the year where they just weren't. You know, Josh is flattening it out when Terry's throwing it vertical and then Josh is going vertical and Terry's throwing the like shorter, more shallow one. So I, I thought we might see that some of that from Sawyer Smith uh in game one. Did not. But thought he played pretty well. I mean for a backup guy, Austin, he didn't look like a backup out there.
2: No, you could tell he's had game experience before. I mean Besides that one snap that he didn't jump on, he didn't have any urgency there. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> he gotta <learned> <laughs> He wanted to pick it up and make a play. You yeah. gotta just fall off. He it. tried to be real cool and calm about it, but other than that, I mean, he looked good. He was good on third down. Mm hmm. You're oh. right. Though we didn't take many shots deep down the field. We didn't take right. many. We didn't have any go I w- routes. I,
0: the third down. So Kentucky. Let me pull it up here. I think they were seven of eighteen on third down, or it was close to fifty percent. Eight of fifteen. So they were over third uh, over fifty percent. A lot of those were at runs. At one point,
1: they were like eight of ten. And he because I watched the the game again today, and that graphic
3: came up.
0: He was doing well on like. Third down passes too. I think we got an Allen Daly siding yeah, on third down again.
3: Ali had a nice little hook third down. Yep. What? what was the one? Was
1: the one Wagner's on the sideline? Was that yeah, third down? That's third, that and
3: was 21. third and twenty-one. That yeah. was balling. Yeah, that was awesome. Lynn had that. Was it on third down when on the? Was it the field goal drive when Lynn got pushed out yep. of bounds and had the yep. awareness to hop back right in and catch it?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, there were some. And those were the kind of throws, too, that I wasn't sure if Sawyer could make. Like, they talk about having a good deep ball. But to be able to put it on a line, especially on those quick – like, I think he only missed one. And, like, even Terry was throwing, throwing those early on in the year. The only big pass he
2: missed was to Lynn, where you get Lynn that ball in open space. He's at least inside the ten. I mean,
0: and yeah, you never know Yeah, that's a 60-yard uh, throw catch. Yeah, that was the big one. That he and missed. that was such a great throwback, too, like – all great the, play call. It's oh kind of like a man. trick play, essentially. Yeah. All of the action was going to the one side, and then he just stops, plants, and just pew. Could all he had to do was just drop in the bucket, and no one's going to tell Eddie Grant that's a great <laughs> play call
2: because it didn't work out. See, and you that's know? poor guy,
0: Eddie Grant, man. The screens he was calling screens at the best times because Kentucky would do well on first down runs. I make it like second and six. And Florida was just selling out, he was like, "Oh Todd Grantham, you're gonna blitz me. Well let me just dink this little screen right underneath you and get eight ten yards and it was that was the 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 that's just another big part of why I was just so mad after the game. it wasn't a disappointer's head I was just mad because they played so well for so long and then for Everybody to start saying the the their favorite catchphrases. Oh, they got conservative and blah 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 And I kind of want to get to that because Stoops, in his press conference today, he addressed his for the the, the people who criticized like, well, why didn't you, why'd you quit throwing it with Sawyer in the final minute? Why'd you give it to Smoke three times in a row? And he put it kind of simply. We were with our third free safety. You didn't want to give them the ball. They were kind of moving up and down the field. <clears throat> and you don't rep your threes. like they did, I actually got it wrong. It wasn't Moses Douglas they even put in. Moses Douglas it's didn't Quandre play. Moseley it was Quandre Mosley. It was Quandre Mosley yeah. who actually the one time he got singled up when Brad White he got was like – P.I., right? Yeah, he got a P.I. And he covered it well. He just put his hands on him. You know, he, he he didn't trust in his skill enough. He put his hands on him and gets a P.I. So Brad White, he's got to like sit back and mayo coverage – and just like the most basic quarters dime, you know. Yep. it would sit back and let Trask pick them apart. So, Stoops in the final minute was like, all right, we can't let Florida just mow us down again. We know our secondary. We're down to our third free safety. We've got to run it. So, I wasn't too mad about the play call. I was just more mad that Kentucky was just ineffective running the football on short down situations.
1: Uh, I'm mad, not at play calling, not at anything the offense did, not at chance poor for missing a kick. The one targeting call is all I care about from the game.
0: Really? TJ Carter or Yusuf Corker? Which targeting call?
1: I mean, Corker it was targeting by rule. Carter, what do you want him to do? He was going at his waist, and Felipe turned, after he had already started making his play, turned and just folded his body and ducked his head. What do you want them to do? If they don't call that, UK wins and we're happy right now and your 15-0 prediction still alive. All, all my <clears> blame <throat> is on that one play.
3: I mean, I think there needs to be an, an amendment in that rule that if the runner or the ball handler, whatever you want to call him, if they duck their head, there can be no targeting. He is aiming for his waist when yeah. he
1: launches it just happens that Frank's turns and lowers after he'd already sprung forward
2: i think it should be like soccer where it's like yellow card red card like you can get a straight red if it's just like blatant like say a safety sees the receiver for like 5 yeah, steps and launches and launches then you give him a straight red but if it's something like tj carter warn him give him whatever and then if he does it again, he's out. But he didn't do yeah, anything. It can be, I know he it didn't can do be egregious
1: in the secondary, but on the defensive line, that happens probably every play. If every that, single play, If that were the heavy. running back with his head lowered and T.J. Carter does that exact same tackle, hits him in the exact same spot, they don't even
0: think
2: about targeting. Which exactly happened for Florida, where the running back lowered his head in the hole. Or no,
0: they hit us. Yeah. Our running back lowered a head a little. Got well, popped. I mean, Benny Snell could have got targeting how many times for just bowling over people? Like, that happens in the trenches. I've never seen a targeting called like that, ever. Now, I guess just because their helmet's hit, but Austin, that's the most perfect thing I've ever heard. Because I think the point of targeting was to get people to stop going for kill shots. He wasn't going. Like, he was just tackling him. Like, that's – and they had incidental contact to the helmet. And the worst and part then is he ejected.
1: Yeah, and then suspended. Like, there's so much unnecessary to this rule. Like, he's out the – First half of the next game.
0: That part absolutely <laughs> kills me. Like, are they all of a sudden just because they – like, if they took away the, the that part of the penalty, are players just going to start trying to target in the second half of games? No. They're not going to want to – like, it's, a, it's still a bad penalty. And that went from a – it would have been third and 16 on the other side of the 50 yeah. to first and 10 for Florida on the U.K. like 36 or something they score – three plays later even the use of corker one it's
2: like he knew instantly that he made a mistake and he didn't mean to do it and then he just is kicked out of the game and it's like he didn't mean to do it like to get a red card you got to be like malicious you know you got to slide yeah. a guy from behind and mean to do it like i don't know i just he shouldn't have got kicked out of the game yusuf shouldn't tj definitely shouldn't have and then we would still be pissed
0: about the 15 yard penalty but at least you still have one of your leaders in the game i mean especially in the secondary, like yusuf Korker, like when you asked Devontae Robinson, you talked about how, oh, this is one of the most irreplaceable guys in the secondary. Yusuf Corker's one of that, too. And I mean, Taj Dodson didn't do bad. I mean, I think he, he <clears messed throat> up, him and Jamari Brown, had, they messed up on that wheel route early on. Yeah. And first touchdown, they just – Jamari just ran with the first guy. Like, no, you can't do that. But, like, aside from a couple blown coverages, the true freshman didn't do bad, but you can't have – like, that's just a big game you can't be missing your free safety because they do so much on the back of that defense.
3: Absolutely, and that's what I think Brad White was kind of saying, <clears throat> especially when they got on their third free safety, that, as you said, really you don't get any reps. Um, no. I mean, the only reps you get are mental if you're not on that scout team for the week. Which so, he could have been. In, yeah, which in he you might have been. I, I don't know. Um, but you can't, you know, call these safety blitz and these corner blitzes when you don't know if your other safeties are going to get it. And are gonna go cover whoever's gonna be blitzing, so you're just put at a at a big disadvantage.
0: And Stoops even mentioned too, like he's like, you know, we can pump in noise all we want, but those guys still have to learn how to make their calls yeah. without making their, you know, non-verbally. Yeah. And it was funny too, cause their their some of their signs, Austin, were like. Uh, they they looked like they were raising the roof. That's uneven. Yeah, yeah. uneven was it, unbalanced. In like the student section would just go crazy every single time. It was I. I, I will
3: say that that their fans were great, and the fourth quarter uh, get your phone out was cool. Yeah, that it was, was pre- real cool.
1: It was pretty yeah. neat. I mean, I'll, everything I, was just too good
3: to you, lose. Yeah,
1: I mean, just robbed of a great night and a three and O record and a new a streak against Florida. We're all deflated because we feel like we're I mean, robbed. Th- and if they lose thirty to fourteen,
0: and they don't play well, we whatever. Go, well, whatever. You but know, you're better, better. You were better than the second best team on your schedule, like much better. And it, it just felt like we were about to kick their ass. Yeah, I was like, this is about to get ugly. It was going to be awesome.
1: Yes, it was going to be
0: flipped when old boy
3: sadly got hurt.
0: That's another thing. Health.
1: I talked trash about Felipe Franks all week. Oh, now he got hurt, and I feel bad for him. And I can't talk trash.
0: On that play, I had the best tweet. Call the coroner. Felipe Franks is dead. But he had to go and get severely hurt. He couldn't yeah. just be, like, banged up a little bit. Yeah. He he got smashed. How you got to right go and the get tweet. hurt? Bye,
1: bye Felipe. Oh, we beat him man. It was going to be great. You could have even
0: put it on the GIF and, like, yeah. put Felipe's face on it. You know, oh. But now uh, that's – Three SEC East
1: quarterbacks that are out for the season. Is there is there a curse?
0: SEC East. there's, Ooh, there's Jake been Fromm. one every week. Jake Fromm, hot. We Notre Dame this week one we lose Bentley at
1: South Carolina. Week two you lose Terry Wilson. Week three you lose Franks. If I'm Kelly Bryant, I'm
3: bubble wrapping
0: up. And they're playing
1: South, South Carolina. Carolina. And South
0: Carolina
3: is now Missouri is a ten point favorite. Ten point favorite at home.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I thought South Carolina did hang in there better than I thought against Bama. Well, like I'm Bama not had a fan their,
3: of their backdoor cover
1: with ten seconds Wait, left. Wait, did they, they?
0: Muschamp did that? Yeah. Freaking jerk. I, yeah, half a point. What a jerk! Always by half a point. What a <laughs> jerk! I mean, but I think most people listening to this had at least the Cats cover, even though that was a just awful touchdown at the end from a visual standpoint. I think most people got him at eight and a half, right? Yeah. I I got lucky.
1: It was a ten, right at kickoff. Damn. But you know that last touchdown they scored, uh, Square was trying to tackle him when it, all of us were screaming like, no, let him let him score at yeah, this point. Yeah, get the ball back. Yeah, he can play it off as no, I let him. But I mean, he dove out like the ten yard line to try to pull him down. It. Okay, so at least the t- I want to touch say touchdown gave real us a quick. shot. Okay. Yeah, go
2: for it. Going back to the time management of us running the ball and them saying that, oh, we don't want to give it to Florida, but there's still a minute left in that game. That is more than enough time to get into field goal range for Florida. Like, I think you almost need a touchdown there. We're only going to be two up, and if you give them a minute the way they've been gashing us in what college football. a Good kicker. A good, they do have a really good kicker, strong mm-hmm. leg. Like, 55 yards would have been in play with a good football. Like, I just thought – like, you can't I, – I just feel like we did settle there, and I wish they would look back on it more critical on themselves. Of There was a minute left in that game. The, the clock stops on first down in college football.
0: Well, so this is what would have happened, though, is that what they were going for. So they got it down to the 26-yard line, I believe, with Lynn Bowden. Like, Bowden got it to where – Yeah, it's just, right,
2: right after he caught that pass.
0: So they, they're like, okay, we're going to make them burn some timeouts. But when we get this first down, so if Kavasse Smoke gets one more yard.
2: Yeah, if you get the first down, then it's different because you can burn that clock all the way down well, to 15 and seconds. And I think
0: what they were going to do too, I think they were going to run one more play, make to burn their last time out, and then take a shot. Go for the end zone one time. Just to – because, I mean, hell, at that point you're 20 yards out, you got a model. Out. And Soups even said, he's like, if we get one more yard, it's the perfect – Play ever because then you could take some shots at the end zone. You can, like, do the quarterback fall to the middle of the field where everything's perfect. But Kentucky just didn't get one more yard. And I think some of it, like, that was of all the, the things that surprised me most from that game. Kentucky didn't run the ball as well as I thought they would have. David Reese was just a man possessed. Dude had 16 tackles. I think, like, 13 of them were solos. And I, how many times were Smoke and Rose getting ready to bust, like, a Thirty-yard, fifty-yard touchdown, and then they just get wrapped up. You know, fifteen yards downfield. Like, oh, smoke you
1: know, had one. I think it was smoke. Just Did one he have man Warren away. Where it looked
0: like he was. I mean, th- <clears throat> so many times where they were just one tackle away, and they could they couldn't break free. And that's the part that stinks. That you, that's life after Benny Snell is that you have much more explosive guys, but if they don't hit those plays, they get tackled. Then when you're only getting two and three yards in short yard situation, it's – that's the kind of balancing game you have to play with these kind of running backs. It just, it, frankly, it stinks. I think we do need to accept that it is life after Benny
2: Snell and that that Wildcat is unproven. It hasn't really exploded at all this season. We don't know which back can it run works it most effectively. W- if
1: you have Lynn back there who can maybe, you, they at least have to respect that he could throw it if he wanted. He can freeze But the obvious, somebody. you're just running it right at me, is not working. No, we haven't it, established it, it yet.
0: <laughs> My big thing, too, is like, Stoops was like, well, uh, it's the same running play if you have the quarterback in there or not. They just don't have to hand it off. Okay, fair enough. But it's not its not the same defense that you're going to see. My big thing is, like, I i cannot do a Rosecat at all. He, it's some, I, I don't know if it's because he's taller. He just runs way too high for my liking in short yard situations. That pad level, got to get lower. Low man wins. Chuck, what play did you like on that um, third and one? <sighs>
2: I just don't, like you said,
3: I don't know about the Wildcat. Maybe we don't don't watch film. Maybe an old lineman that was pulling didn't just completely (laughs) miss the block. We need a running back that is going to get one yard if they get hit behind the line. I think Smoke is our guy that can do that. Maybe Chris Rodriguez, but he can't play because he's been fumbling. I liked the sneak that we,
2: run.
0: we ran. Two that's, times. That's, that's what I was looking sneak for. Looks good. That is the play that has to be their short yardage go to. I mean, Carson Wentz does it all the freaking time. He did. Tom last Brady, Brady did does it all the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, UK's got a great offensive line right now. We have Just the best center forward. in the
2: nation. Drake Jackson is a stud, and Sawyer Smith is a big guy. I would rather fail on a QB sneak than be in the wildcat and fail. So,
0: Chuck, can I show you what happened on the fourth and one? The the miss assignment. Yep. Oh, it, was, it was it was a big one on the offensive line. I want to get Charles Walker's live reaction.
3: Oh Just my completely God, untouched. Completely missed him. Who's?
0: So they they ran a slant away from Drake Jackson, and so instead Drake of Drake
3: and Wolf missed the.
0: Yeah, and so instead of getting to the next level,
3: is it Wolf right here? It's
0: right where it's in between them. Yeah.
3: So, Drake should either be taking that guy that or guy with the, yeah. yeah
0: and, and on top of that, they ran a twist on the backside. So, the nose is slaining away from the play. Oh, God. The,
3: the sneak looked good there either side. <laughs> oh,
0: the sneak. Oh, so good. Are that. we all team sneak? Please, sneak. Sawyer sneak. Like, do, Just just do this on the sideline and just let everybody know. <laughs> you hold a one and a two up. You're giving it to 12 for the Sawyer
3: sneak. best part about still having seats relatively close is that i can look at the signaler and i kind of know like half the plays (laughs) so i know when a sneak's coming or when a run right's coming or when there's an rpo and so does drew drew barker was sitting two rows down or three rows down and i had a buddy sit with him for the first half and then he came and sat with me and Drew was kind of, I guess, calling out the plays for his section. And <laughs> people, some of the people, didn't recognize him, and they were going, "This guy's a genius. Like, <laughs> he knows exactly what they're doing. Like, you need to get oh. out there and call plays." And the other people were going, "Yeah, it's Drew Barker. He played quarterback of force for four years. You idiots! Like, how do you not recognize him?" Yeah,
0: the one guy who was like the golden boy. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. committed. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned RPOs. Sawyer ain't as fast as Terry, but he sure as hell knows how to read that in. Uh-huh. My God. Like, even the one that he just pulled and he only got, like, two yards out of it, it was a two-yard gain instead of a four-yard loss because yeah. he had the perfect read.
2: That was, like, on the first drive of the game you're yeah. talking about. I mean, it was it was. We didn't go back perfect. to that, though, really. We didn't, didn't run much RPO out, did we, Chuck? I didn't see it, really. They
0: tried it with Lynn and Forda, to their credit, just, I mean, when Lynn's back there, they were like, all right, just sit and make Lynn. Make yeah, the I'm decision. Been thinking
3: about it. One make a make a decision. Two, yeah, he can pass the ball. Really, he can only necessarily pass the ball when it's going to be a trick play or something. It, if I was a QB, I'd make him sit back there and throw a slant all day long. Cause, yeah, I mean, I guess he practices it, but that's hard. I mean, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, and they found they found one of the tight ends on an early RPO too. Yeah. So you're you're right, Austin. I feel like they did kind of get away from that a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think it ha- it was scripted in the game plan for the first fifteen or whatever, and then we didn't really mm-hmm. go back to it very much. But I mean, honestly, even with that being said, I still think they called a good game. I yeah. mean, you want you take back a couple plays. I I do think if you asked Eddie Grant, you know, behind the scenes, he'd say, okay, that probably wasn't the best best idea because it just hadn't shown any success to me. You got to go with the play yeah. that's like your go-to. The only reason it worked with Benny is because we had seen it work. Every time.
0: And the, there really is a – Kentucky just has to get better in short yard situations. And it's not going to get any easier this weekend in, in Mississippi State where they don't have Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat walking through that door. But they've still got uh, – who might be all name team in the SEC. His name is spelled Errol. E-R-R-O-L. Thompson. He's our middle linebacker. He's Errol. St- Stud, Earl? But he's from Mississippi, so it's Earl Thompson. Earl. <laughs> Earl Thompson. He's a, he's a badass. He's a big old boy. He even has like the kind of – I don't think it's as big as TJ Carter's cowboy collar, but he's got kind of like a neck roll thing going on, and he mm-hmm. just – he looks like a bad man in the middle of the field. Cash needs a cowboy collar. That would
2: really add oh, to his Oh, he really – <laughs>
0: The thing is, though, is I think the flow – it would get in the way of his flow, though. Yeah. But everyone would be like, that's Brian Urlacher out there. <laughs> I wish
1: Cash had the old school pads that were like five sizes too big. Oh, right? yeah.
0: Yeah. Man. What and about they, like, the, the rocking Cash's
1: celebration after the game? Yeah, I heard about that today. I didn't see it. Yeah. It's well, almost I, a I don't know the player, but he smashed two bottles together and did that whole number.
0: I enjoyed Landon Young's postgame. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> thought I really was really the only
1: more. one who saw it. He uh, – they put – one of the big cheerleader megaphones and spiked it on the 50. And he just punted and it. And he kicked it easily <laughs> 20 yards and then went at the guy to fight.
0: It really makes you wonder, For could he brand. not just get in there and toe bash? You know, like, yeah. oh, he definitely could. that dude's big. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then there was no mention of it. And, like, no one saw it but me. And, and I, Nick, you can tell. You you worked to confirm it. Mr. Yes, Mr. I, I, com- I confirmed
0: here. it. He, yes, it did, in fact, happen. Uh, and I, I don't think. Uh, can you
1: tell how you confirmed it?
0: I ran into Landon at the Sonic, getting uh, some, some post-game. After I got, the game, yeah. the post-game Sonic. Keep yeah. the interviews going. Well, That's it within was, the rules, right? I mean, you know, I was just like, hey, man, I, did you kick? He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I freaking love Landon. He kicked it gift. so far.
1: If we could go back in time take Chance Pour out and put Landon Young in and let him kick it like he kicked that megaphone.
0: Oh, it would have gone out of the stadium. It'd
2: still be in the air. I think the Commonwealth would love that, just the homegrown. (laughs) Well, he clearly wasn't
3: pleased with uh, the showboating from the other side. So Landon Young can kick the ball the farthest and Josh Forrest can throw the ball the farthest. Two (laughs) things we've learned from either celebrating or post-game antics, I'll say.
0: So the other antics that Florida fans are just – losing their minds over on the line because they didn't, you know, house a murderer or anything like that for years, Um was <laughs> Cash Daniels' alleged uh, purported ankle, ankle yeah. twist on the bottom of the pile. You would have thought that they went and spit in their – that Cash went and spit in every single Florida fan's face after the game. There's no place in football. <sighs> Chuck, do you want to break it to him? What? That that's just what happens at the bottom oh, of the piles. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, people's
3: eyes are getting gouged out. Yeah, there, there's some weird stuff that goes on at the bottom of the dock. I'm pile. sure there's some growing. That grabbing, you probably can't even say on air. Yeah. Did you
2: wear a cup? I always. No, I didn't wear a cup, see, but you, I, don't I know. had
3: contacts, and even growing up playing high school ball, you get in the bottom of the pile, and one time, like two of my eye, my contacts were gouged out. I'm like, I can't see a thing. I have the worst eyesight in the world. <laughs> got to go get recovery contacts on the side because it's literally split in half. You're going, yeah, this team plays really fair.
2: Yeah, one team I got some Gatorade in my eye on the sideline, so I, you know <laughs> I had to replace it. <laughs> but you
0: know, yeah, uh, the video doesn't look great for Cash. Austin, you finally got to see it. Was it in a, an alleged? Ankle twist? Does uh, so <laughs> Cash get plausible deniability? Uh,
2: let's just say he's his WWE career just got a little stronger with that finishing move. He's already got his got his finishing move down. I mean, he's gonna make him submit. I mean, the only
0: thing he didn't have there was the referee giving the taps. Well, the referee it was it was like WB. The referee wasn't looking; he was distracted. <laughs> it's
2: funny because I saw them him and the cute quarterback like arguing on the TV, but we didn't see that. We didn't see the other part. <laughs> that,
0: yeah. yeah, the alleged, you know what I'm saying? Very alleged, very alleged. Now, it, me, I um, – you got to do what you get by. That's just how I – my philosophy – Probably not a clean move. Probably a little dirty, Drew Franklin.
1: But, you know. If well, you always hear stories of what happens in the pile. I'm sure these fellas, especially Austin, have had yeah. a lot of oh. I've been them. in a lot of piles. Yes. But I've never seen, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I've never seen just the full Kurt Angle mm. trying to make you tap yeah. before getting up.
0: Now, in. And to
1: be honest, if it were on another team, you would be unhappy with whoever it is.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, but he's it's it's like a bogey. It's cash. you know. Yeah, it's it's trash. He's getting sports up. confused. Yeah, you know, it's it's and that's okay, but um there there was some good things happening in the pile. Perfectly legal. Like Bully McCall just absolutely destroying dudes. Pile
3: and driving their center back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, hey, that man is an absolute beast and we just need to get that dude into shape to where he's playing all the time because Bully He's lived up to his name. He's starting to make some plays. I liked his play on the D line. I really liked, uh, oh, uh, Cordell Looney, fifty nine. We saw a lot of fifty nine in there, making plays. He had a nice strip sack, playing aggressively. Just
1: I just ca- like McCall. His belly, man. The pictures we were getting, uh, our Mike some, but there's others. He, everything about him just seems awesome. It's like he's pushing his gut out as his tackle celebration, <laughs>
0: in the fact that he's he's just a bully from Detroit, like that he is the ultimate like, uh, he he could almost be like. Did you all ever watch uh, what was the uh, the show Chicago? Uh, it's got yeah, Frank. I've seen that show so many times. They're in I Chicago, the and they're all they're just terrible sunny? people. No, no, they're in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> it's in Chicago. They've got Frank. Uh, shameless. Who's like, shameless. I love Shameless. So Sorry I didn't put it together. It's uh, Carl's buddy who's like his enforcer. Yeah. That bully is the Detroit version of that. He's the enforcer who's just raising all kinds of hell. I, I, I didn't have that comparison. Not a good – m- maybe not the best comparison, but, you know, we're reaching here. Okay, we're reaching. Um.
3: I just uh, retweeted the uh, bully pile driver. Oh, so, for all I gotta go find listening it. that want to go check it out. Because I, I don't remember this particular play. It's like I the mean, first play that came in the game after uh, old buddy got hurt. It is impressive. Like, he gets under his shoulder pads – right below his helmet, just straight arms him and just piled, like, Ooh. just drives his feet. You're or good? what
2: happened before that when he went in the game?
0: Someone – You're going to have to show it to us, Chuck. Yeah. We're blocked well, by that guy. Blocked. He He's blocked everybody on KSL. Uh, Who is it? We can't say. The Scott Charlton guy. He blocked us because he got kicked off Twitter for a little while because we were he using thinks, his videos. He, he thinks we snitched on him. We did not so snitch on him. The last thing
3: I care about is what he's doing. I don't, his is time. he a real person? I always thought it was like a
0: – No, he just takes up so much time of his life recording Things. Yeah. It's just, which, like, good for UK fans. They can see a lot of clips. <laughs> I mean, that's that pretty awesome. crazy. I would like to sophomore. see some more. Yeah,
2: He reminds me of, like, a pit bull. Like, he's, like, stocky, kind of low to the ground, waddles
0: a little bit, lets you know he's there. My pit bull's not that mean, though. She's you don't have a real hard. pit bull, then? She's not. She's kind of smaller. She, you know, she's a little bit on the smaller side.
1: We should get a bully in here to KS Bar, how so many wings he can eat. Oh, y'all should have a
0: wing eating
2: contest in here for like a fundraiser or something. We would lose so much money. Yeah, (laughs) and I would I would win it. Oh, really?
0: You're that confident?
1: Oh, I'm a. a You know, you've been practicing for the past two years. You know who
0: would win it, Drew? Is Quill Brandom. Yeah. Wings, wings, wings.
1: Uh, do y'all? I know y'all don't follow recruiting, but one of the top commits they have for next year, this current class, he loves KS Bar more than we love KS Bar, and he just tweets about it. He tweeted like four different pictures from here Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. We got I've to meet seen him in his Twitter. Yet. We
0: went up and said hey. He was very excited to be there. Uh, there was it was there was quite a crowd at KS Bar here on uh, Saturday. Even well after the game. It's a wild
1: time, which quite again a is why that stupid targeting call ruined a great day. Quite
0: a well lubricated crowd. I'm not as uh, like I don't think that targeting call cost them as much as maybe some other ones. What? Yeah, I just – I don't know. It, you mean they punted away after that? I, I still I think that they, they
3: scoring. Have, they have third and 22 on their own 40 opposed to I first was, and 10 on our third. I was more six. mad they yeah, didn't the sneak
0: it way. on third and one. Like, just do the saw your sneak.
3: I just think it, it, it wasn't even – the thing why I'm so mad about it is that it wasn't bad play. Like, it wasn't a bad play call or a good play call. It was just the refs ruining it.
0: Like, yeah, they get
3: rewarded for getting then, sacked. That's right, why. The
0: I part that really me annoyed me, that just, it's like, show some freaking competence, officials. Yeah, they couldn't spot the ball. Yeah. They, oh they, yeah. They moved the that ball was or, even worse. Just, that's the part where I'm like, if these are the guys that just that just made the call. The exactly. The, well, rinky dink. Uh, yep. Oh, that, okay. That. All right. I'm back with you, Drew. That call. Yep. Go to hell, call. You're the reason why the game was lost.
1: Now we have spent. I'm going to change the vibe. Okay. You know the vibe, right? Yes. Isn't that what the kids say these days? We're we're about to know the new vibe. You all know the vibe better than us. It's easy to complain. Lots of things to complain about. I'm probably going to keep complaining, but also lots of positives in this game too. You lined up and kicked Florida's ass for three quarters. Yep, that did you happen. You know Sawyer Smith can be trusted the rest of your year going forward. Still got a l- lot of young guys that He's look great. He's only going to get better. I know it's not the attitude 90% of us have because it's still fresh, but the Cats still look pretty dang good other than the handful yes. of – Here's my thing. I'm
2: going to blame you, Drew. Blame me. I'm going to blame you for trying to convince the fans that they shouldn't have rushed the field. Because we're about 31 <laughs> wins away from being at the point where we don't rush the field against a top 10 team. Uh... And we're not always going to have Coach Stoops at this program. There's going to come a time where he's gone. And I don't know if we'll be able to replace him with the same caliber of Coach. will. Think how
1: good of a job this is now. The facilities
2: are good. <laughs> we have money now. But here's the recruiting base is good.
1: Y- whoever takes over whenever Stoops does leave, he's going to
3: have a let great me, roster. When Stoops retires.
1: Let, me, let yeah. me tell
2: you about the thing about facilities. That facility is going to be out of date in about f- five years. And we're going to repaint it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're going to redo the barbershop chairs. We are not going to put the same amount of money into that facility because we do nope. such a good job of supporting all of our other sports, we're not a "quote unquote" football school, or so we're on our way to being. Worried. We need to. And all I'm getting at is we need to really enjoy this time. We need we to take it for what it is in the moment, and we're not. Th- we're 31 wins away. Okay, from you I, but I what I'm back saying. to my I'm point go about off it off being good. Point, oh,
1: actually, sorry. I just want to say one more thing, and then I'm going to pass to you. Yep, I still like what's ahead for the year after what I saw Saturday. It's, it's going to sting a little bit longer, but when they go down to Starkville and kick their ass
3: by 21 points, all will be forgotten, and we're happy again. There you go. I wish I would have gone before you now because I'm going to bring it back down to <laughs> not hype level, but oh, or don't all get, these wow. fans that you know are saying all this negative stuff right now, they expect the 19-year-old college student with his major that he has homework with, blah, 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 they expect them to get over it on on Monday and and work for the next week, but they're gonna sit there and be pissed all week long, and they're gonna be talking Could bad you about stand it. Standing up for the student athletes. Uh, yeah, I'm what's stand up? For the That's a good point. Come at us, bro. That is a good point. You're a grown
1: man. I do wish we had the capability to go up to it, myself included. Anyone that tweets or says something, be like, "This is the kid that missed the play. His name is X. Yeah, save his face years right old. now. <laughs> yeah." Because, you know, it is kind of ridiculous to get so upset.
3: Yeah.
2: Going on that, this week is a huge week, I feel like, for the season.
3: They either bounce back or
2: they it will are, say a lot. they're sad Smack again. Smack them in the mouth. This I think
3: we're going to bounce back, and Stoops is going to go out with fire. We haven't beaten Mississippi State and Starkville since 2008. I was
1: there. Ooh, I me. was there that day with Radar. You all know Radar. Oh, sure wow. That. Is yeah, Radar still Radar doing Radar Woodford things? Woodford drunk. They're hammered.
0: Radar never gets drunk. That's his thing. I know. He yeah. doesn't get drunk.
1: Well, in Stark Vegas in 2008, he was very drunk. I mean, what else are you going to do
0: at Stark Vegas? Beautiful like, town. Beautiful Stark city. city.
2: Lots of stuff to do outside of there. <laughs> Leave the thing
3: is you're, you're five minutes away in that bus going to the stadium from the hotel. You had to stay Tupelo. 50 minutes away. We stay in and, a, a band and you're looking, club. You're, you're looking around, and you don't see <laughs> a thing. And then five minutes later, you pull up to – but it is a really nice campus with relatively new facilities, and you're going, H- where is where are we? Yeah, like, like, Are we even in America? Well, how cheap did they
2: get this land that they picked this for the school? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I don't know how
3: they recruit people to go there. Well, they're well, all homegrown. They don't know any better. That's
2: yeah. true. They do have, like, a nice field. and Yeah, I mean, the like facilities they have nice,
3: facilities.
0: nice. But it's just that, that
3: horrible that. maroon color. Ugh. Well, they're going
1: to
2: lose. Yeah, they're so, going to lose. And,
0: and here's the thing, too. Montez Sweat, Jeffrey Simmons, they ain't walking through that door. Nice. Jonathan Abram, that was on Hard Knocks, he ain't walking through the door. Dak
2: Prescott's gone.
0: Yeah, he gone. Long right. gone.
3: Tell us about their their best defensive player. Who, who are we going to be was, seeing making the most plays? So,
0: they got this dude in the middle. He's a stud. He's got the old school look. And I think he even does do the cowboy collar. And he has one of the best names in the Southeastern Conference. It's, his first name is spelled – E-R-R-O-L.
3: E-R-R-O-L. There's no – it's not like E-A-R-R-O-L?
0: It looks like Errol, but they say in Mississippi, Earl Thompson. My name is Earl, And Earl is good at stuffing the run. And I think that this is one of those games where who's going to run the ball better on the ground? I think Kentucky can actually really air it out and, and kind of pick them apart a little bit because they don't have such a great pass rush. And why I'm really confident in the Cats is Kentucky, before that big play against Florida, that 76-yard run, Kentucky had given up a measly 62 yards rushing. Well, Michael Perrine, second team All-SEC, 14 carries for 27 yards, 1.9 yards per carry. Kentucky's really good against the run. Now, Colin Hill, he's a different kind of animal. He squats like – Two trucks at once, like he just sticks them, like they attach them to a bar, and he'll just start bent, uh, squatting them, but it, it, he's a really good running back, but I think Kentucky's defense is strong enough up front to force their quarterbacks to try to make plays and make plays without uh, jumping in twenty feet into the air and doing a helicopter.
1: <laughs> I would like to run that play again on them, let them try to run it let yeah, it and just keep like
0: see. ooh maybe that's a new contest. Whoever they yeah. play, see how high you can hit their quarterback <laughs> into like the air. I
1: like that. The SEC should have a helicopter of the week and just,
0: yeah, you know, just give it to see Does
1: the quarterback get it or the defense?
0: Uh, The defense okay. gets the credit for it. The quarterback just has to be dumb enough to try to jump gotcha. over two people gotcha. at once. Now, this quarterback, and I've already forgotten his name, he played in the <laughs> second half because Tommy – so all three of their quarterbacks, I mean, if that guy would have gotten hurt, I think he's even a walk-on, too. But, so, so, Tommy Stevens messed up his shoulder. He was like at halftime. He was too weak. Uh, Joe Moorhead said today that his shoulder's feeling better at this time, this week, than it did the week before. So, take it for you, Will. Um, maybe he played, maybe he won't. The guy he beat out, Keontae Thompson, for the job, he's been, quote-unquote, hurt all year. So, he finally gets a chance to play, but he's too hurt to play. So, they bring in this other guy. He completed like four passes in the second half. So, so, why
1: is Kentucky an eight-and-a-half-point underdog? Vegas a team that just lost to Kansas State on their home court. Uh, court, excuse me. Yeah, home Kansas State field. team that's beaten Nichols State and Bowling Green. And we have the same logo as them, so Mississippi State's got to be afraid. Back-to-back you know, yeah. back weeks of facing that Wildcat logo. They've got
0: to be intimidated by that logo. I mean, cowbells be damned. It's the logos that should be intimidating.
1: And we stole their logo. I'm very confident in the Cats moving forward.
0: I am too. Because th- that's one thing that I think big picture-wise we have to remember. This is the second-best team in the schedule. The other teams, they, they aren't getting any better. No. From what I've seen, like, uh, yeah. They're still good teams, though.
2: That's not – I mean, like, you can't come in and lay an egg. Like, mm-hmm. we still have to play our absolute best to beat this team. We're not at a point where we can slouch and go into Starkville and win a game.
1: But until recently – most of the games on the schedule, were like, we're going to watch, but there's no chance in hell we're going to win. True. Now every game, except probably Georgia, you're, you're watching the game going, Kentucky can win this, and they'll be in it.
0: Yeah, until the very end. Ooh, there was something that uh, a, 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 listener, a, f- a fan of the program, Jackie Sue Long, broke, brought up. And I don't know if you, all, like, if you all subscribe to this or not. But, so, great atmosphere for the game. The crowd was full, everybody was there early, everybody was getting rowdy, and there were white pom-poms everywhere. I think the pom-poms look great, but Jackie Souvalon calls them the white pom-poms of death have claimed the Cats a victim again. By her count, they have not won a game when the pom-poms are handed out. Two Florida games, Auburn, Georgia, and she brings in basketball, UCLA it up at Rupp. She says the white pom-poms of death need to be banned.
3: All right, what about the white towels of joy that we used last year against Mississippi State when they came in, thought they were hot, and we demolished them? Oh, so you're saying towels good, pom-poms bad. I didn't know this this pom-pom stat, but remember last year I harped on when we can have something that the whole crowd has, our stadium gets way – more live and the fans get more into it, so I liked the pom-poms. Now, I'm not liking the pom-poms because of jackie
2: no uh-huh. so let's that's bring just, the towels back that's just a classic bad statistic that you read the headline and you if you got any kind of brain you know that that's skewed because oh, those I'm are not all superstitious is, no those I'm are all those are all good teams that you named we're not bringing out the towels against kent state we, and losing we brought out the towels the the against vanderbilt
0: last year and benny did the thing where he pulled the towel out and said snell yeah we thought he was gonna get a 15-yard penalty that was vanderbilt right was well, if the winds were about 40 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, that <then> was, <laughs> and that then was then the weather. That. <laughs> Either one, Okay, so I, we're all on the same page. Towels better than pom-poms.
1: I'm with Something anything. is better than nothing. Yeah, so that's <laughs> why I'm on that page. I I like the pom, pom-poms better than I like targeting, but not as much as the towels. I might never go to Target again.
0: <laughs> oh, get well, out of here, Target.
1: Abby texted Unless me you today. She the said, podcast. I didn't need to know about this new... Target on campus. She's like, this place is amazing. And I just said, it's too soon to be talking about targeting. I'm like, don't <laughs> don't give them your money. Don't even look at that target.
0: Or <laughs> right. The fact that, I remember when they SEC was like, we're going to have this new Twitter account, we're going to have a show on SEC Network to explain all of our calls. Crickets? Yeah, Much? where is this? Yeah, come on. the you, Steve Shaw, where you at, bro?
3: Yeah, it's one of those where, you know, like, we kind of already talked about Felipe's injury and how they didn't show it any. It's just some of those plays. One, people don't want to see because they're gruesome. Two, people don't want to see because there would have been more people throwing up at that targeting call shown slow mo than the Felipe injury.
0: <sighs> it's just a real crock, Drew. You mentioned the good things that we did, our, that the, the Cats did earlier. There's one good thing I don't think you did mention. Offensive line. Remember going in this game, everybody was like. I'm in Florida. They have so many sacks. Yeah, 26 uh, been oh, they're so great. How many sacks did they have on Saturday, Drew? Uh, I don't know. They had one, one, and it was when Darian Kennard, they just missed a call, and he just left Grenard unblocked.
1: Todd McShay, again, I heard him say it twice on Saturday, called him the best offensive line in the SEC. Pretty good. He didn't say the best outside of Georgia and Alabama and Texas A&M and LSU. He said the best in the SEC.
0: The, the best.
1: But also, he looked very hungover at the game.
0: Yeah, he. I didn't see. Like him I was worried about enough. him. Yeah.
1: Go back and watch the replay. Ooh, on, on SEC
0: Nation, it was not a good look.
1: Well, I watched the replay today on the Watch ESPN app. Highly recommend. And he's on the side of the field before the game starts, giving his quick, you know, this what's ahead. And I wanted, I'm like, are you all right, man? Can I get you a coconut water, Gatorade,
0: buddy? Some hydration. A M B
1: M positive attitude, as yes. I told you all in the show. Exactly. He didn't do that. Looking rough. Obviously but he, he, not. Back to the the reason we brought up Todd McShay's hangover. He very complimentary of UK's offensive line.
0: As he should have been. I, I just, I, I, I think you're right. There's so much to build off positive. From this game, it's just a shame that you can't do it after a win because that.
1: And can I give a hot take? Yeah, I'm only gonna say it here because I'll get crushed if I tweeted or write about it. Benny Snell was, of course, awesome. We would love to have Benny Snell every year. All time rusher. They won games by just handing him the ball, but this offense, even though it's not as good because they don't have a Benny, it's kind of fun to watch. Like. Three years of just handing it to Benny. It was great because we were winning. But, you know, it's just, here you go, Benny. Here you go again, over and over. I'm liking bringing new names into it and mixing it up and hitting six or seven different receivers and two tight ends. Obviously, would love to have Benny back and play that style because you're winning and running the clock. But it's fun watching Kentucky football have this uh, new style, even with a backup quarterback doing it.
0: It's great to have just so so many dynamic playmakers, especially in the slot because the previous slot receivers – just not very athletic, pretty slow. Uh, couldn't really make anybody miss. Uh, just yeah. really I mean, it's a no Heard offense that one to those before. receivers <laughs> who one of them were
1: sitting by and played with Benny, but they just they weren't as involved when you've got a Benny Snell on your team. I like they having They could throw some th- blocks though. They <laughs> could throw some blocks. Some of them others did not seem interested.
0: Oh man. That
1: was my two cents about the offense. I'm enjoying
3: watching this team is what I'm trying to say.
1: Charles, yep.
0: are you going to punch me after that? Yes. Wouldn't be the first time this week.
3: Oh yeah, tell tell the listeners about that. Some of, some of them might actually enjoy this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you did it for a good cause. If you told the coaches, this they would appreciate it too. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was um, Friday night. You know, there's a lot of people that came into town for this ball game, including some of my old college roommates. So, you know, I went out and enjoyed my Friday night. And in the night, is we eat a pizza, a slice of pizza from Goodfellas, waiting in line and. Somebody, I, I just see a girl throw a cell phone down the street. and I'm like, what the hell? And then she goes flying, like, into a parked car. Somebody pushed her into it. I'm like, oh, God, no. It wasn't what?
3: 11 from Stranger Things. No,
0: this wasn't, like, a light push either. This was a, like, I'm going to hit you kind of. And it wasn't another girl. It was some guy who had pushed her. I'm like, what the hell is Probably going a on here? Fan. And I immediately am like, Sigh. I'm not going to have to get involved here. Like, I, I didn't want to. Come to find out, uh, while he's marching down the street to go pick up his long-lost cell phone, she threw his cell phone because he was trying to take a picture of uh, her. This wasn't his girlfriend. This was some stranger that he was trying to get an inappropriate picture of. And he tries to come down and is still barking at this girl. My roommate and I are like, dude, go away. Get the hell out of here. And instead of doing that, he decided to punch me in the face. So... Mm.
3: Got you right where? Right in
0: your <laughs> – right, right. right in the eyeball. Didn't it's – still, it's still a little swollen, but I, I, it, it didn't blacken, so it couldn't have been that hard of a punch. Might have been in pro- concussion protocol, but he got the worst end of it because he thought punching the big guy was the guy he need to punch. No, my little guy, friend, he beat the hell out of him. So there you go. that's what happens, guys. Be jerks to girls, and you're going to get your ass kicked. Good. Yeah. Or Cash mm. will put you in ankle lock. Yeah. <laughs> put that finisher in the your poison. You. <laughs> So it was a uh, – I, I would have – You need a bounce back weekend. I know. You're
1: not going to Starkville. That's already a positive. Ooh, yep, things are looking is up. Kentucky's going to win. Yep.
0: Where are you going to watch the game? Ooh, at a friend's with lots to run about, lots of people. And then I'm going to Bourbon and Beyond. It's going to be a great time. See,
1: look at life coming back around things after are, a crappy things weekend. Things are
0: looking up. The Browns, they're going to win this game tonight, beat the Jets. I'm going to laugh when I put this out. they have like already lost. They're going to – the Browns are coming back. Winning the Super Bowl.
3: I'm wearing a Browns jersey right now. So and Baker and Jarvis are going to go off for three touchdowns each. Bakers might have a run in and maybe a touchdown to Odell, but I'm going to win about 45 points for my fantasy team. I'm going to win that. How confident are you in this offense?
1: Because right now I was just about to bet first half Browns total points over 13 and a half. Will they have two touchdowns in the first half? That's all it is? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, Chuck's real confident. This is going to be fun for the listeners here on Tuesday. Anytime <laughs> I talk about
1: a bet on on our shows outside of free money, I automatically throw it up and uh, jinx it. Like right now, I was talking about how
0: that's easy. The best time to really is whenever we're in the press box before the game, and you're like, "This this seems to like not enough." Like the what was it, the 14 points or something by UK?
1: 18. They had us to, had us over 18 points in that game.
0: Yeah, they had 21. Just, just, just raking in the free money. Just raking the free money. Which, by the way, are y'all bringing that back this week?
1: I don't know. I can't keep up with our boss. Yeah, he's Where is he he's all days? over the
0: place. Um, I don't know.
1: This is the only podcast that matters. No, eleven personnel. Other oh, good excuse podcasts. me. That one yes, too. Yes,
0: yes. Listen to that one too. Um, yeah, and listen to all the stuff we do. It's great. Just like the Kentucky football team, still great. They're still projecting the Cats in a New Year's Day bowl on ESPN, folks. The season, it's going to be fantastic. Saturday against Florida wasn't what we wanted to see, but. Hey, the sun's going to come out tomorrow. It's we'll bounce back. The cats are bouncing back. Charles,
1: have you ch- are you changing your prediction to 14-1? and one? Yes, I am. Okay.
2: I'm going to stick with my 8-4. My and four.
3: I thought you already switched from the 8-4 and four to a 9-3. and
0: 10-2. and two. He's got his <laughs> flip-flops on today, Chuck. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Oh, man. We've been doing this a while. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. Uh, If I didn't mess something up, we would have been out of (laughs) here. So (laughs) our (laughs) listeners
1: know we already did most of this, and Nick didn't record.
0: uh, It was like five minutes, okay? Dude got punched in the head. (laughs) Yeah, I I did not pass concussion protocol. But next week we're going to be back, just like the Wildcats. We'll be back and better than ever. And peep
1: the technique.